0: Guys, it's happening. We've been on quarantine. Some of us in this call have been furloughed, but it's finally happening. Guys, they did it. They announced uh, Disney's reopening. Well, like unofficially, but like kind of officially. We're getting the extended cut because this is the biggest news to happen. Like, cut for the guy. You don't know this. It's actually me. Listen. Back when I worked at the church. Anyway, I'm sure we'll talk more about this.
1: I'm still beside myself. Welcome to that Park Life podcast, guys. It's happening. Things are opening back up. Yeah, we,
0: we have some working dates to talk about. I mean, you know, as, as the as the day we we're recording this, nothing is official. Technically, it's up for approval by the mayor and the governor, but they both approved Universal's plan, so it's looking pretty good. Yeah, got to for see Disney's the awkward,
1: uh, the awkward
0: meeting, uh, the task yeah, the force meeting,
1: meeting online, ninety minutes. The virtual, like, where they're voting and do, like, all the weird terminology they use. And, like, I, this is really weird. I feel like I shouldn't be on this.
0: My favorite part about that, I think you may have missed the beginning of it. By the way, you didn't really miss anything. Because the first 45 minutes were, like, a lot of the scenes from Parks and Rec when they have their town halls. Yes. um, They do this public comment section in the meetings. So And they have the public's comments read. But they don't address them. And it's my new favorite thing. Because... (laughs) They allow the public to comment, but they didn't say anything about it. And I think that's great. Right. They were
1: like, we're going to have questions later. And then when it was like, okay, we're the guy from SeaWorld was like, we're going to open up to questions. And he's like, actually, we're just going to go to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> so Disney did his thing. And he was like, we're going to open up for questions later. And then the only question, I guess, that they really had was that one guy that was like, what are you going to do about people who are non-compliant?" And they totally danced around the question. They danced they didn't around the question, They were essentially, I mean, I think he was basically being like, what are you going to do if people aren't wearing masks? Yeah. I want to, I want to, that's pretty much what I feel like he was trying to get at.
0: I don't think that Uh, they're going to say they're going to eject people, but I would imagine they're going to corner them and give them masks and say, in order to continue your day here, you're going to have to put this mask on. Yeah.
1: I mean, they essentially said, all we can do is highly recommend, Mm -hmm. like in the nicest way, they were basically trying to say, we're just going to stand there and tell them we highly recommend, like (laughs) we, we, we highly encourage you to put on this mask. I'm like. So I don't know if that guy got the answer he wanted, but I was like, it sounded Probably like they pretty right. much just danced around it. So, yeah. anyways, I'm Beth. Uh, this is great. Oh yeah, hey, you know, that's right? us. We haven't really, we're just so excited about all this news coming. We on. are.
0: I mean, it's you know, it's going to be different, and personally, I'm okay with that. I'll take any version of Disney versus no Disney. And I am currently speaking from experience, yeah. not having experienced Disney for for weeks and weeks and weeks. The resorts are opening, or at least the DVC resorts are supposed to open yeah. June 22nd. With Vero Beach and Hilton set to open the middle of June, June 15th.
1: Yes, and uh World of Disney opened today as of the day that we are recording this. Yes. So I've been watching people's stories and some you know, just seeing all the things. It like there was a torrential downpour earlier, mm-hmm. it's how it looked like but I think the sun's back out now, so there'll probably be more people out. They have some stormtroopers roaming around Disney Springs. Um so yeah, we're just yeah. like real excited.
0: And by the time this episode releases, I will have hopefully eaten my deluxe burger. That is the goal. Between now and then, is to get to Delu- Disney Springs. That was my last Disney meal, and what's therefore it'll there? be my I first. What's you
1: what you go to? Like, what are you, you going to get? I know you like the garlic sauce there, but like, what's your just a plain, what's your burger?
0: Just a, a regular classic cheeseburger. There is great for me. Okay, that's all I need. okay.
1: Some French fries. You yeah, know.
0: we have done a couple of cast member chats, and yes, it's another one. Hey, we had Nick on. That's about two weeks ago. And um, I've been struggling with this thought process, and I'll share it with you. Allow me, allow Greg to open up for a moment. We should have a little jingle for Greg's opening up.
1: Have like some glasses to put on for your library moment.
0: I guess so. Here's the thing I felt, I always feel a little funny um, when thinking about what to talk about on this podcast because I don't really want to do like a countdown of favorite resorts right now or restaurants or in-park rides because
1: resorts you can't go to (laughs) well that's the
0: thing and even and kind of by extension meals and stuff because i know even though nothing's been said they're not going to be the same i mean in in the on the disney website i was reading today and in an internal email which i'm sure is external somewhere i just happen to read it in an email um talking about removing the buffet element from some restaurants yeah. So it wouldn't matter if I tell you to to go to Trails End at Fort Wilderness because I think it's the best bang for your buck because it I might not be a thing. Yeah, so like, like
1: we have reservations for there in November, so ugh. yes, I so mean,
0: so here we are not doing that type of thing, and and I hope everyone understands it and you know and gets what we're getting at because once the parks are open, I think we'll get back into that kind of stuff. Until then, there are so many cast members that have such awesome stories that I want to make sure we give some time to them to highlight their life talk about it and then today we are joined by amy who has the distinct pleasure of working near ish to me more so with my wife and she oh, just she recently switched positions too pleasure. but um before we bring her in let's just continue to talk about her and see if we can get her to turn red in the face okay. um she's she, really
1: cool she has purple hair she what does else do we love about her?
0: <laughs> um she's tall she has her own YouTube channel that she does regional on. No, I don't know. No, she's shaking her head. No. Yes, yes, yes. Now's a perfect time to bring her in. Hey, Amy, welcome.
2: Hey, oh, hey. Greg. Oh man, thanks for that one. Well, I didn't
0: you say what it was.
1: What kind of information you divulge because it will come out on the podcast. That's a
2: good point. That's my own fault.
1: Well, and as you know, podcasts are forever.
0: And <laughs> true, true. Yes. It is the internet. Um, well, so I didn't enough. really say what you do. So it'll be up to you to decide right. to tell people what <laughs> level of nerd you want to achieve on end your of YouTube this, channel. We
1: say, tell us what you have going on. That's when you can decide what you want to divulge. Okay. Yeah. So I've got um, a also, little bit of time I'm to decide. With our details here, she has a really cool dog. His name is Mickey. He's one of my favorite breeds in the world. She's petting him, and he's literally, his back is so tall that it's just like someone standing next to her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's right. a big one he's he, he his head just likes to go in my lap it's perfect size it is perfect so size.
1: um amy i heard a rumor about you and that rumor is that are you like did you ever graduate college or are you still in the college program or is that what you're doing <laughs> i i did i did like- Were they just like you know what? Just why don't you just continue to do this for the rest of your time?
2: You know that might still that's still up for debate. They still you know they're still considering me that. But um, no, I did finish college. But I do like to consider myself the professional Disney intern
0: (laughs) because I've done so many of them.
1: They're like, you know what? Call Amy. We do, You know what? This is a job for Amy. Call her in. She's done this like a million times yeah. <laughs> the college program when they have an issue.
0: You gave me the list. You have three college programs and two paid internships. And then obviously your regular roles that you've had since then. Well,
2: professional yeah. internships. yeah. Yes.
0: Oh, sorry. I thought the P and PI was paid. Correct. Either They're
1: way. professional. Get it right.
0: Well, that I means mean, you C-P's were paid, paid right?
2: Too. CPs are paid too. So. That is correct. College program kids. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. We all speak in acronyms here.
1: Now, I am under the uh, assumption that that's like a record right there's nobody else that's done three
2: well no i've 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 met a lot of people who have done three college programs um but i have never met anyone else who has done more than or i think total of five disney internships as a whole gotcha
1: to give you something for that i'm yeah. sorry i have to go back i'm like you should get something
2: well i eventually got a job so i guess <laughs> i know they're something.
1: like congratulations here's a real job here's
2: a job that barely pays you anything
0: <laughs> yes after Definitely. five trial runs here's no. here's yeah. a job
1: are you sure you want to do this okay
0: all right amy questions and i actually don't okay. know this about you so i'll be learning at the same time as beth here obviously you i have to assume you must like disney a little bit if you decided to do five internships and then continue to work there Are you from Florida originally? Like, how did you wind up at Disney?
2: I'm not, actually. I'm from Louisiana originally. Oh, my gosh. And the story of how I ended up at Disney is a bit of an interesting one, Mm -hmm. um, which I guess is why I'm here today. It would be awful if it was boring, wouldn't it? (laughs) So um, what was it? The 2014-ish? Maybe it was the end of 2013. I was in college at Louisiana Tech University, home of Terry Bradshaw, (laughs) <laughs> so Greg know. has no idea who that
0: is. Is that Honestly, a football guy? It's football guy. Football, right? Yeah, okay. football
2: guy. I never followed him, but anyway, any husel So um, the guy I was dating at the time uh, was going on doing a summer study abroad program in Europe, and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to sit around here and just wait on you to come home. I'm going to go do something fun too." And I had seen these flyers all around my campus about the Disney College Program. That was back when they still had the. Um, campus representative program. So okay. like you could be a Disney cast member who didn't actually work at Disney. You were like a seasonal cast member whose job it was to advertise the college program at your college. Okay. Um, so there was flyers everywhere. I never grew up going to Disney. I had no affiliation or like sentimentality to the parks whatsoever. At that point, I had only gone once with a friend's family in high school. Like that was about it. I had no real Disney experience okay um but i was like i'm not gonna sit around here and wait on you to get back from your study abroad summer program i'm gonna go do something fun too so i applied without knowing anything about it and got accepted um found out that it was going to be a four-month program Mm -hmm. told the guy i was dating at the time and he goes oh well i'm gonna be gone for four weeks (laughs) so (laughs)
1: You're like, well, I'm going to be going a little bit longer than that. Yeah, I was
2: like, well, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's when I did my first college program, fell in love with the company, um, and I kind of just snowballed from there.
0: Yeah. Um, I like, by the way, Beth, I don't know if you've noticed, sometimes when we have a cast member on, they do the I fell in love with the company line. This is not an interview. Don't worry. You don't you don't, we, you don't have to prove to us.
1: <laughs> Actually, you're the first cast member we've had on that has not, like that did not grow up with Disney. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I had like,
1: like, oh, yeah, since I was like in the womb, I've been going to Disney. Yeah, interesting that that's like when it started for you.
2: And I think, you know, it can go with those people. It can go one of two ways. You know, you can either love coming to Disney as a child and then subsequently love working for the company, or you can love coming to Disney as a guest and then come here and absolutely hate being a cast member because, right. I mean, a lot of people, it ruins the magic for them.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I don't know about I you, had no Amy. I was going to say, yeah, that's that's kind of unique. And then for me, I thought it would ruin it, but I've only um, more enjoyed being a guest after having been a cast member. Yeah. But that's me. I'm sure I'm not alone though. So your first college program, if I have the facts right, was lifeguard mm-hmm. at either Animal Kingdom Lodge or Coronado Springs, which was it first? was both. Oh, at the same time, so it you... was
2: both. Yeah. So the lifeguards are—I don't know all of them off yeah. the top of my head, but I know um, typically multiple resorts are kind of grouped together for the lifeguards. Um, okay. You yeah, work
1: recertified for that, or like, did you have all your mm-hmm. training?
2: So I all have... of it's done by Disney. They uh-huh. work with a company if I'm remembering this correctly, I believe it's Ellison Associates is the uh, company that they work for to um, certify their lifeguard. So it doesn't matter if you come in already as a certified lifeguard with like Red Cross or something like that. Mm -hmm. They retrain you, you have to go through Ellison Associates training, get recertified CPR, the whole nine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have to ask this, how? How in the actual hell did you survive the sunlight? I mean, Lifeguard is straight up outside. Yes, we have a oh, little umbrella sometimes, but like, I just, I don't know how, how.
2: It, honestly, I, I don't know either. <laughs> um, well, what it's part of Louisiana
1: did you grow up? I mean, were you like used to being outside in the summertime or
2: not really i mean it's yeah. hot there too like don't get me yeah. wrong it's still hot like, and humid it
1: probably wasn't it's more so the sunlight yeah
2: it wasn't it wasn't too much of an adjustment for me um but i'll I'll share a secret with you i yeah. hated lifeguarding with a burning passion <laughs> I, I really like I, when i say that i fell in love with the company I, I know that's a cheesy line that a lot of people hear in interviews greg you're right about that yes. but um i really did like i didn't fall in love with lifeguarding i can tell you that <laughs> yeah. but i did fall in love with being a cast member so okay
1: there's a disconnect for me because I'm like, if you don't like your job, like what is it about the company that you love that makes you want to stay even when you hate your job? Cause for you me, know, I'm like when you hate your job, you pretty much hate the company you work <laughs> for because you feel like that it's all entangled. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I feel you. I, I don't know. Honestly, I used to joke that I think they um, drugged us with pixie dust <laughs> and just didn't tell us. There's, something um, the there's definitely something in the water here, but um, I don't know. I guess I loved the college program experience so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like more
1: so the people and like to be a cast member basically where you get to go to the parks and stuff, I would assume. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, all that probably is what did it for me.
1: Yeah.
0: I would guess so. I mean, since you did the college program a couple times after that, you must have liked Mm -hmm. the environment. Um, I did have a a note here to make sure I ask you about your tan lines because here's the thing. Anybody who works outside here, but you guys, I mean, maybe it's different uh, depending on where you are, but I'm guessing that like the sandals with the straps is like a go-to lifeguard look so you must have had just crazy
2: oh yeah the foot tan lines were terrible um and we i don't know if you've ever paid attention probably not because that's kind of the goal is for the lifeguards to just kind of be in the background but at the, the at the water parks they are allowed to take off their shirts or just be in the swimsuit or like wait around in the water like they they have a little bit more i don't want to say freedom because the job's a lot harder there yeah but um at the resorts, they're very strict i mean you wear the polo you wear the shorts Mm -hmm. shirts tucked in you got your uh hip pack on you know you're holding your your inner tube the right way like it's it's a lot more structured at the resorts Hmm. so the tan lines were absolutely terrible
1: so basically if you're at a resort and let's say you had to jump in to like save somebody do you have to like do that in full clothes basically like yeah over, I mean, it just seems like that would be a safety hazard more so than anything.
2: Well, it's all lightweight stuff. You think like dry yeah. fit, um, like athletic, like golf shirts, that right. type of. It like, gets very thin material, and the the shorts are like a swim trunk material. Like it's not, it's not like we're wearing khakis and you know a thick polo. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't got typical costumes. But still, out there. I'd be
1: like, get this crap off me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, been nice. And now you kind of get teased a little bit because our break room we share it with the lifeguards for the resort that we work at. But anyway, Oh oh, wait, I don't think I've ever told this. I'm Beth. I don't think I ever told you this at, uh, Saratoga Springs. One day I was walking around and around the corner, I heard a bunch of people screaming and they were screaming like, Oh my God. Uh, uh, it was something like, Oh my God, she's not breathing. She's not breathing. So then I hear some like, okay, you go tell the, go get the mom of the, of the kid. And then there was another person saying, Oh my God, my little sister's not breathing. And I'm like, Oh my God. And so I run around the corner and it was just the lifeguards practicing their scenarios i'm like you need to put up a big like something that says this this is a test area yeah what what a moment of panic that didn't happen very often when i was i don't know what has changed since
2: 2014 but there are there are specific tests that they have to do yeah um and those type of tests um if i i don't remember what they called them but um those types of really intense like role-playing test didn't happen very often
0: by the way they were doing it at like i just to go a little inside here at the bottom of the stairs we would go up to our break room like pretty public areas in a courtyard it wasn't like in a tucked away corner that's why i was was like like, oh my god
2: yeah they do them right in the middle i mean they'll we had to prepare i never had to do one i was only a lifeguard for four months but um they would come in and people from the Ellison associates company would come in and they would without telling anyone other than like management, mm-hmm. they would get into the pool and like fake, like they're drowning yeah, uh, fake an emergency or something. And you would have to react. Yeah. And then once you got out to them in the water, they would be like, okay, this is your test. I am this type of guest. <laughs> I have this type of ailment. This is what's happening. Yeah. Go. And you to would which, have to go through the whole thing.
1: To which you're like, I'd slap that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want they're to, don't you don't you don't do it on you? <laughs> <that.
0: laughs> Just make it awkward and jump right to mouth yeah. to mouth.
2: Seriously. But they're very, 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 <laughs> very serious about yeah. lifeguard training there. i mean and they have, to be, they have
0: yeah. to be yeah as a lifeguard i'm sure you experience some things and, and i don't want to hear about the dirty secrets or anything but what would you oh, say is something that the average guest either doesn't know that you have to like constantly tell them or like if you could give advice to a, a poolside mm-hmm. guest what would it be other than don't run and please take your kid off your shoulders
2: right yeah <laughs> um i think the most commonly unknown uncommonly known uh, yeah. whatever <laughs> um rule uh, specifically in florida is mm-hmm. that it is i think if i'm not mistaken and it's been a long time so i could be mistaken um i'm pretty sure it is a florida state law that you cannot have any type of beverage i'm talking alcoholic non-alcoholic a bottle of water within so- six feet of a public pool and i use public in quotation marks because yeah. obviously disney's private property but it's but still pool is a public, pool, pool, a public yeah. pool okay um so we would tell people you know you can't sit with your drink you can't sit, sit on the edge of the pool with right. your feet in the water and have a drink in your hand like you hmm. can't be in the water with a water bottle even like they're very strict about that Huh. okay that Which makes now sense makes
1: me, it makes me feel like okay i'm but i'm gonna be watching their commercials now because i feel like <laughs> Whenever right? you're seeing resort commercials, it's like I swear they're like sitting with their legs in the water and they're like drinking cocktails. So <laughs> I I thought, I'm going to be I'm going to be watching for that now. I don't know all the regulations again. Yeah. It was
2: four month long. Well, in, yeah, right? A, 2014. Totally <laughs>
0: right. So, so you hated being a lifeguard. I so did. So you thought yeah. I'm going to do this college program again, except I'm going to be better placed.
2: Okay, okay. So so funny story. Um, I think my entire life's a funny story. You can <laughs> tell me if I'm wrong or not, but. So I left after the four months. I didn't extend or anything. I went back home. Um, and I was like, that was fun. Good summertime. And a few months later, one of my sorority sisters was like, hey, I want to do the college program. Will you help me with the application process? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. No problem. And within helping her in the application process, I it was like a drug. I was like, I got to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I talked. To, I was still dating the same guy at the time. And I was like, so how do you feel about me leaving for another four months? <laughs> um (laughs) and he was very supportive um so i applied again and i initially told myself you're only going to go back if you get um performer or like character attendant or like one of the really good roles okay yeah and i ended up getting um attractions okay and i was like okay why not let's do it
1: (laughs) try it out if i hate it i can just always come home
2: you know yeah. i could always leave so i went back and i was like oh my gosh i'm I'm finally gonna get to work uh, a ride like in a park because i'd only been in a resort and lifeguarding is just not like a magical role you don't get to make right. magic i mean yeah. unless you can save somebody's life yes but even the one time i helped out with that a lady yelled at me for making a commotion like <laughs> so i it, it's just like you don't get any magic as a lifeguard so yeah. everybody respect your lifeguards try to like say hi smile at them or whatever mm-hmm. because like they are probably the least um i don't want to say appreciated but like the least thought about when it comes to like cast members and their day-to-day
0: take them for granted i get that
2: yeah so um so i was like oh my gosh i'm so excited i'm finally gonna get to be in a park um make some magic and i got honey i shrunk the kids movie set adventure (laughs) in hollywood
0: studios here's the thing i as a kid i loved it though not as so much as an adult
2: oh yeah all the kids love it (laughs) loved it too because they could sneak out without their child think it was free daycare yes oh,
0: God. yeah i can imagine is that basically what it was is just kids running amok
2: so i'll give you the best description for honey i shrunk the kids okay. the movie said adventure it was given to me on my very first day of on the job training after mm-hmm. i had cried my eyes out mind you <laughs> yeah. so so distraught that i would gotten this attraction it's not a ride right a playground the One of the managers on my first day on the job training, after he found out that I had been a lifeguard previously, he goes, oh, great. So you'll be used to this. It's the exact same thing, just without the water.
1: You're like, oh, yeah, totally. I was like,
2: great. I had so much fun doing that. (laughs) Wonderful.
0: I mean.
1: So you did did that for all four months? Are you, like, allowed to move?
2: No, not really. Okay. Um, so they sometimes make exceptions for if you're in a safety critical role, um, aka you know in a, uh, a high intensity attraction, lifeguarding, um, children's activities, things like that. If you feel like you cannot do it, then they will switch you. But usually that means you're going to get bottom of the barrel, like mm-hmm. quick service mm-hmm. food and beverage, like yeah. custodial. Not the custodials, bottom of the barrel, role, but you know what
1: I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean it's not everyone's first choice to be. It's, it's not, not no. This <laughs> every day. So yeah.
2: So, um, yeah, I got the playground, but it's funny that you had asked that Beth, if I was there the whole four months, I wasn't. Because the day that I found out I was working at honey, I shrunk the kids movie set adventure. I also got a call um, and was offered my first professional internship in guest experience services. So, I did the, um, I went to a school that did the quarter system instead of semesters. Oh. So I was on a very weird, special, um, college program dates just for students on quarter system or at quarter system schools. So, um, oh, that was a thing. I know what it's very,
1: quarter? what is the quarter system?
2: <laughs> so, so instead confused. of, instead of two semesters, we had three quarters. So oh. fall quarter, spring quarter, winter quarter, and then you have your typical summer, um, Wow. So it's just, you take less classes that are quicker. Gotcha. Okay. So is like instead all of, of Louisiana taking
1: a tech on that,
2: this, the, the whole, the whole university school, is, yeah. The
1: whole school. I had no mm-hmm. idea. I went to Clemson. So I'm like that. I just, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know mm-hmm. anybody that went to other schools um, that that was even a thing. So yeah,
2: there's only a handful in the country, which is why it was a really small yeah. college program group too. Okay. Normally um, when you check in for college program, you're checking in with about two to 300 other students um for each like semester yeah. but at the um quarter system one back then it was like 60 of us okay
1: hmm. interesting so okay, cool.
2: really small but anyway because the, the way the dates fell i was only at honey i shrunk the kids for two months before the professional internship started and i just kind of transferred
0: yeah i don't blame yeah. you i would have gotten We're out like, of there too i'm
2: out y'all <laughs> so what yeah. is AYT. guest
0: what is guest experience services
2: so guest experience services is part of the guest communications team. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of team structure changes since I was on the team in 2015, <laughs> losing track of my dates here. <laughs> um, so I don't know exactly what they're considered now or what they're called now. Uh, but at the time it was guest experience services. And that is a team that works very similarly to guest relations okay. or like concierge resorts, but for, over the phone and through email after the guests leave typically. Gotcha. So it's when they have like guest compliments, concerns, questions, you know, those types of things that guest relations would typically handle, but okay. they're no longer at the park.
0: Okay. Okay. I can only imagine the phone calls that came to you. I know. Then <laughs> I mean,
1: anything really good. Like just, okay, look, just one list, one lady. Let's so real, it's probably a lady.
2: <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm not sure. I remember privacy being a really big deal when I was on the team. Yeah. So I don't want to go into any like yeah, I totally dirty that. details about specifics, yeah. um, but yes, there were some crazy, crazy instances, totally definitely people trying to game the system, but also a lot of very legitimate concerns yeah. and a lot of compliments too. I mean, sometimes people, instead of stopping by guest relations to tell somebody like, Hey, this cast member did a great job. They would just wait and they would write an email about it later and we would get those. And kind of get to facilitate getting that to the cast members
0: do you remember any of the compliments because i'm always wondering like uh there i'm no cast members are out there making magic but i always wonder like to what extent are they doing it you know like what level yeah. are they able to achieve where they really get to change someone
2: i mean vacation? you'd be surprised how many guests really appreciate the smallest things Mm. i mean there was i don't remember any off the top of my head i'll be completely honest um i would tell you good good stories if i remembered them um but i i don't remember any specific compliments but there was a lot that were just like this cast member was just really really nice to us we were having a terrible day and they turned it around for us by just being awesome Mm. tell them we said thanks you know and that was before the uh wdw today twitter account gets most of those now so (laughs) um So we would get a lot of simple
1: ones like that.
0: Okay. Well, that's good to know that that the compliments go somewhere.
1: I'm assuming you like that much better than Honey, I Shrunk the Kids.
2: I would say my time at Guest Experience Services is probably my most impactful position I've ever had with Disney.
0: Well, you're in air conditioning, right? That's an office job. Wearing
2: my own clothes, too. Oh, look
0: at you, Fancy. (laughs) I know. In your biz cash. Yes
1: that'll change your attitude in a heartbeat yeah
0: i
2: was it was oh that was nice having i had my own desk that i got to decorate i had a snack drawer it was great what's that i don't even even have
0: that
1: how long was that internship then
2: so that was six months so my second four-month stint turned into an eight-month stint
1: and then your boyfriend was like um
2: what (laughs) oh god bless him he was so so supportive the whole time um And at the end, I really thought I was going to stay like towards the end of my internship. I was like, I'm going to transfer to UCF. I'm staying here in Florida like he can come move here if he wants. Like I I am staying. This is where I belong. Um, But I just I decided there towards the end that I had less time left in college than it would have taken me to get like in-state residency Mm, to be able to transfer to UCF like without paying out of state tuition like it right. was just i was like this is a terrible decision i just need to go home and graduate <laughs> so I, I went home to graduate
0: <laughs> this is yeah. not the guy you wound up marrying right After it a, is actually oh, okay i was gonna say because this would be I a sad end of to the that. story where you no, just kept gonna get to you kept abandoning him in. yeah i was okay.
1: gonna be like so when did y'all break up yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no
2: uh that that we actually started a little with later
1: my boyfriend at the time now my husband yeah well we got it so, we got
2: it usually when i tell the story it's like I, I condense it all into like a five-minute spiel about my time <laughs> at Disney. And it's always a nice little kicker when I go, and then we got married. <laughs> uh-huh,
0: and we now we're divorced. divorced. <laughs> uh, just kidding. No, today <laughs> you told us before we started recording, it is your third wedding anniversary. Yeah, today yeah, so the day we're recording uh, so us. Official on the air, congratulations to you. So so you, he,
1: you. He finally wised up and he was like, you know what? I'm going to give into this Disney thing.
2: Well, he didn't really have much of a choice.
1: <laughs> um, so after, the, after my time at Guest Experience
2: Services, I uh, went back home and with the intent to graduate, which I had about like a year and a quarter left of school. Okay. So I said, okay, we're done. We're not going back to college programs again. We're not going to do another internship. We're going to graduate first. Yeah. So I went back home. And a few months into being back home, I kind of set him down. And we had been dating it like for like pff, two years at this time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I set him down. I said, look, in a year and a half... I am moving to Florida. As soon as I have that diploma in my hand, I am out of here. You have that long to decide whether you're coming with me or not. <laughs> I, I, I told him, I said, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a ring on my finger. We don't like nothing, no stipulations there, but like I'm moving to Florida. Yeah. You've got to decide what you're doing.
1: <laughs> not a bad thing.
2: So, uh, but yeah, it was about six months later. He took me to Disneyland Paris and proposed. So, oh, oh my gosh, my god, he managed choices.
0: Can he He's take like, me to Disneyland Paris? <laughs>
1: he wrote down your notes and clearly he studied them listen
0: well then how would you do another college program this must have been in between during your year and a half of where i'm just going to graduate whoops i did another college program
2: no actually so you a lot of people tend to wait until after they graduate to do an internship because the rule Uh is you have to be in college at the time of application gotcha So you can like apply while you're still in school and get accepted, and then graduate before the start date of your actual like internship, whether okay. it be college program, professional internship. That kind of all have the same rules.
1: So, what made you like pick that versus just trying to get a job out the gate?
2: Well, um, it's really hard to just get a job out the gate, and mm-hmm. I. I, I'll be honest, I was a little cocky. I thought because I did a professional internship, I was like, Psh, I am top of the barrel. I'm cream of the crop. I am <laughs> hot stuff. I deserve better than a f- frontline position. Right. I'm better than that. Well, let me tell you, I got a, a big old slice of humble pie. Because I applied for a bunch of internships, were professional internships. So mm-hmm. I didn't even apply for the one that I had already done two years prior because I was like, I'm better than that. I'm gonna get a better job. I'm, I'm gonna open up. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm gonna get a management internship. I'm gonna be special. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm gonna be hot. Well, um, <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> Disney, real quick, was like, you need to calm down <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't get any internships. And at the very, very last second, I said, okay. Well, I, I know I want to go back, so I'm just going to apply for the college program again, okay. and I'll take yeah. I'll take whatever they give me as long as I can get my foot back in the door. Yeah, um, and I knew that was just the best route and the most sure route to get back in with the
0: company, right? And that's where you wound up as a vacation planner at Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do they do?
1: Yeah. So, what was that, like, where? I mean, was they, that in the park or?
2: Mm-hmm. So, vacation planner is Disney's special fancy word for ticket sales. Oh, uh, so it's the the like box office booths or whatever yeah. they look like. Um, they really sell know tickets. how to like
1: like sell jazz it, it up. Like, yeah, you a ticket
2: booth salesman. You're a vacation planner. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Let me tell you, it definitely felt a lot better telling everybody who asked. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna Amy, you're graduating. What are you doing now? I'm gonna go to Disney and work as a vacation planner.
1: Yeah, you, <laughs> like throw, you throw like pixie dust in their face. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so uh, it's just fancy word, but it's not a not that fancy of a gig,
1: okay. but better than lifeguarding better than honey i shrunk the kids
2: i can confidently say that vacation planning is the cushiest college program job there is
1: because you're sitting in air conditioning right
2: mm-hmm. you're sitting the whole shift in air conditioning yeah. the whole shift mm-hmm. but for for the most part there are some exceptions being working at magic kingdom being one of them which luckily i never had to do um but yeah for the most part we were just sitting in a booth selling tickets
0: yeah so you did your vacation planner and then you did a pay another paid internship Sorry, professional mm-hmm. internship.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so then I wised up. I kind of learned what I had to do um, because prof- I would argue to say I don't have any statistics behind this, <laughs> but I would argue to say that Disney professional internships are among the most competitive internships in the world.
0: I believe mm-hmm. that.
2: I mean, I'm sure there are other ones out there and lines of business that I don't understand that are harder to get. But when it comes to just general business stuff, Disney is the hardest ones. They're so competitive and essentially you have to know somebody and I don't mean that in like a nepotism kind of way. Mm -hmm. I mean, that a networking, you have to have done your due diligence in networking to be able to really even be considered.
1: I mean, that's just the way the world, I feel like. nowadays,
2: For sure. For sure. So it was a little uh,
1: experience and you know, somebody you don't need a college degree anymore.
2: (laughs) No, you're right. You're very right. So I spent my call, my last college program in vacation planning. I spent all of that time networking with as many people as I could, the college yeah. program does offer a lot of great resources, which is kind of why I decided to do that instead of just applying to be full-time or part-time in a frontline role. Yeah, um, because they have a, you know, education department there with the college program where they their whole role is to help you try to build your career and figure out what you want to do and take little classes here and there and like learn about the company and and network and get to know people. So The ladies that worked in that department were amazing. And I bugged all of them (laughs) as much as I possibly could. And to the point where they were talking about me, apparently. (laughs) Um, And one day they all kind of collectively were like, oh, let's get her in touch with so and so in this department. And and that'll be a good connection for her. And it ended up being um, the hiring manager for the internship I ended up doing last. So um, I just went in
0: youth program sales team. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. most people don't yeah
2: <laughs> so have you ever heard of uh disney performing arts or the youth education yeah. series yep yeah yeah so it's the team that facilitates the ticket and resort sales of that
0: gotcha okay. okay
1: i'm always curious how that goes when they like they have big groups come in for stuff i'm like mm-hmm. who puts that together yeah so they have they their own department like i'm really more so curious about how they do fast passes in that sense because so
2: we would we would urge people to just not <laughs> do fast passes
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know, like we, cause we always tend to be there when there's like a cheerleading competition or a soccer mm-hmm. competition or something, band competition. And it's like 200 kids moving towards the fast pass line at the same time. And I'm like, how do they coordinate that? Like, I'm mm-hmm. so curious how that works.
2: I mean, some people have, um, so there are actual, tra- I want to like quote unquote travel agencies, I guess mm-hmm. you could say yeah. that specifically work with groups. So it's a. I think they call them travel planners mm-hmm. yeah. um, that focus on booking group reservations. So okay. sometimes those people will kind of do it for them and book right. the fast passes for them. Um and if they're not staying at a Disney resort, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty easy for one person to just have everybody's ticket number and put right. all of those ticket numbers into my Disney experience and book some fast passes. It's when they're staying at a Disney resort that things get complicated because then it's you know, you only have four people in a room, so then you've got like
1: yeah. twenty some odd
2: room reservations. <laughs> you gotta to try to link to one account. And so crazy. It's it's impossible almost.
1: <laughs> so that led you to what job then after that?
2: So that's kind of how I found um, Disney Vacation Club. So towards the end of that internship, I didn't know what I was doing. I was the there was three of us who were working as interns on that team together. Mm. Okay. And I was, like, the last one. One of them was able to extend her internship. One of them got a job offer in another sales team. And then I was just kind of (laughs) like, I don't know. What am I doing (laughs) here? Um, It was, if I remember correctly, it was during one of the, like, stagnant hiring periods. Disney kind of goes through ebbs and flows of, like, A lot of hiring, not so much hiring. A lot of hiring. We're probably about to see no hiring. (laughs)
1: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Um, If I had to wager a bet. Right. But uh, so it was kind of stagnant. I I didn't really have any offers. Um, But luckily, you know, Disney Vacation Club just kind of popped up. I applied and it was one of those instances where I didn't actually do any um, networking. I just kind of applied and my resume was enough to get me in an interview. (laughs) So
0: Was was that for the advanced sales associate?
2: No, so that was for sales assistant. So I was actually a sales oh, assistant oh, I knew that. Yeah. for a while. Then I did advanced sales associate. And then now I'm back at sales assistant.
0: Gotcha. So um, not to get too technical, but the the one I want to talk about the most is advanced sales associate. Okay. So we call them <laughs> ASA. Fine. Those are the people, those are the cast members in the parks, resorts that are wearing their nice little uh, flight attendant outfits or their blazers. And they're asking you questions like, hey, you wanna, would you like a sticker? Oh, while I have you, would you like to take a 60 to 90-minute tour to learn more about the Disney Vacation Club? Yeah. Um, I want to know about that because actually, fun fact, Nicole and I both applied to be that when we first moved here. <laughs> Nicole got invited to the open house and I didn't, so that was a fun time in the house. But um, <laughs> well, it was my first Disney rejection. But anyway, um, it's an interesting role because you're out there. Like You're really mm-hmm. just out there to mingle, be friendly with them. But I just need to know, like, what was that like? Where, where were you ever stationed? Like, what was your normal rotation?
2: So thanks to that role, actually, mm-hmm. I have the distinct honor of getting to say that I have worked at every single Disney World theme park,
0: mm-hmm.
2: all Disney's, uh, all over Disney Springs, and at every single Walt Disney World resort. Wow. So um, I know them all like the back of my hand, thanks to the, my time as an ASA <laughs> Uh, but so we know you don't have any specific station it is a sales role so Mm -hmm. when you think of sales you think of you know goals and commissions Mm -hmm. and like it it, a little bit more cutthroat than you Mm -hmm. would associate with disney Um, but this is a true blue sales role so you have goals you have to meet Um, it's not all just about going out there and and being a smiling face Mm -hmm. (laughs) all the time there's a lot more to it
0: did you have a favorite resort to work at? I just, I have only ever uh, yes. worked at one. So I have a list of places I would like to work one day. And I'm curious well, to hear where are the ones you enjoyed working?
2: Um, it's not quite that magical, but my favorite <laughs> resorts were the handful that had chairs
1: at our kiosk. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds magical to me. I uh, yeah. you know. So
2: we have like a chair at the Boardwalk Resort. We mm-hmm. have a chair at Kadani Village over at Animal Kingdom Lodge,
1: <laughs> the Grand Floridian. <laughs> So, so those where are Are nice. you sending me? Do they have a chair? I yeah.
2: Don't. Do they
1: have a chair? Now, what's so? What's your dream job? Like, what is your dream Disney job? Or are well, you in it? N-
2: uh, no, I'm not in it right now. Okay. Um, I, as much as I love Disney Vacation Club, I do not want to be a sales assistant forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I am working on getting my master's degree right now in business analytics, thanks wow. to the Disney Aspire program.
1: Cool. Um,
2: so I'm kind of hoping to get back into a backstage position. Okay. So Beth, I know I heard you on one of your previous episodes say that you don't think you could be guest facing.
1: No.
2: Um I definitely learned in my time in all of my many roles that I prefer not to be guest facing. Yeah.
1: I get it, girl, all the way. So,
2: uh, you hear a lot of cast members say that their favorite part about working for the company is like the magic they get to make for their guests yeah. and mm-hmm. as amazing as that is, Cast members experience a lot more instances where yeah, they're like, it's not, not enough making magic. magic. <laughs> yes. It's not
1: enough, enough magic for there,
2: me. There's just, I got to make magic in a backstage role that I, you know, I was on a phone with a guest and if they mm-hmm. upset me or made me feel bad about myself, I could just roll my eyes or just be a frown, you know, like I didn't yeah. have to keep a smile on my face. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I definitely want to be backstage um, cool. in some sort of business capacity.
0: What Amy is saying is if you ever got Amy on the phone <laughs> as the guest uh, <laughs> services specialist, whatever it's called, she was a- rolling her nine. eyes. She was hitting the mute button and just cursing you out mm-hmm. the whole time is what she said.
2: You know, I loved I loved my time in that role because our cubicles were all really close to one another mm-hmm. and Yeah, and there would be times where like you could hear if the person <laughs> next to you or beside you was just having a really difficult conversation yeah and I can't tell you how many times you know people next to me would just stand up and be like girl you got
1: this (laughs) yeah you
2: know and just like kind of give me encouraging like like facial expressions or like write a sign and be like don't give up you're gonna Um, make
1: it we're all in this together that was one thing that i always say i loved about when i worked for starbucks was the fact that whoever had headsets on you had two buttons one was to talk to the person outside and then one you could just talk to the people that just had headsets mm -hmm. so if somebody was being ridiculous you could literally just hit a separate button and like talk talk about them (laughs) like that's a slippery
2: slope though you (laughs) You could press the wrong um, button (laughs) you could
1: definitely press the wrong button there were times where we were like "Mm, sarah you just said that to everyone oh no hear you but It made for some real good, you know, good, good morale when you were like really getting it from a customer. So
2: I will say though, my time in that role, I did uh, I did get to make a lot of that magic that that so many cast members talk about. Um, If I could tell one story. Yeah, it was was really it's just so it gives me chills to this day. I couldn't tell you what the backstory was, like why these people wrote in originally if I wanted to. But I'll be honest, I don't remember Mm -hmm. why they initially emailed the department to they were upset about something i Mm -hmm. don't remember that at all um but they, somebody had wrote in they were upset so you know we were trying to make some magic and the people in that department are really empowered to do right by the guest and do right by disney so you you know you don't have to get approval for much you can kind of give whatever you deem appropriate as compensation for you know whatever this guest had issues with now, that is a two-sided coin, though, because we got really good at being able to tell when somebody was lying or mm-hmm. just trying to get something out of the company. And we also had the authority and, uh, you know, the, the the department had enough trust in us to be able to say, like, so sorry, here's some fast passes for the next time you come back. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and, like, call it a day at that. But this lady was, I just remember her being really genuine and just really upset. And it was towards the beginning of my internship, and I really wanted to make an impact um and it kind of make her experience better and they had already um scheduled their next Disney vacation which normally you know we would then offer like oh you had a bad time in the park here's you know a one-day comp ticket to make up that time you know like if you had a bad day Mm
1: -hmm. have
2: another on us or vice versa if you had a bad experience in the resort okay let me give you one night free at at a resort to make up for that one night you had that was really bad that Mm -hmm. type of thing so this lady already paid for her tickets and her resort So I um, didn't really have a whole lot to work with at that point. I was like, okay, what do I give her? (laughs) But uh, she really just wanted to talk and kind of get it off her chest. And I kind of ended up becoming her personal vacation planner for the next like six months. My entire internship, she called me like once a month. Really? Oh, Amy, I have this question about this and this and this. And it would have absolutely nothing to do with anything we've talked about. But it was Disney related. So she knew she had my phone number. (laughs) (laughs) So she would contact me. Um, so by the end of it, I think what we, we ended up giving her was, um, we set up a private character meet and greet with, uh, the fab five over at Epcot character spot, um, before park open, her and her family got to go in and, and just kind of have a moment with the characters. Uh, it was actually her first trip with her young grandchild. And she said it was probably going to be their last just due to some health complications. Uh, as far as like the older people in the family went, not the son,
0: (laughs) sorry as we're telling the story we got that was a pretty big lightning bolt
1: that was (laughs) insane that (laughs) is crazy reba's probably freaking out anyway Uh, i'm sorry laughing because your dog keeps pacing back and forth like someone please open this damn door oh amy's (laughs) dog yeah (laughs)
2: yeah he wants out nikki you can wait a second he keeps coming
1: back over to you and then he just will walk back over (laughs) and sit down i feel so bad because
0: that lightning bolt came at like a oh, heartwarming Greg. story but anyway <laughs> yeah. i i want to make sure people realize how big of a deal that is if if you heard uh amy mentioning that that family got to have a, a like a separate yeah, meet and like greet with characters that's that's a big deal it takes some coordination because obviously you gotta mm-hmm. if it's before park open that means the cast members there have to be wasn't ready even for one it.
1: character it was five yeah that's so an awesome five, mm-hmm.
0: that's yeah. like a prime photo opportunity that's like everything about that is awesome you know because you know yeah. that they were walking around that day feeling extra special like vip and that's
2: That's not something that you can book. Like, I I don't know what comes along with you when you book like a vacation, like a VIP tour or something like you might get special treatment like that, but you can't call Disney and be like, I would like to book a private character meeting before park opens. Like, that's not something that you can pay for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's awesome. You know, but we like to make magic when we can. So that was something we, we, I partnered with the PhotoPass people and, you know, people at Epcot, um. You might hear a dog barking. There's another one outside the <laughs> oh, room. I apologize. Because no. <laughs> totally he knows. Fine. He's like, open the door. My brother wants out. <laughs> well, my husband just left to go get us dinner. And he no. hates it when he leaves. So yeah. anyway, so I, I we set them up with that. And that I told her about that in advance. She knew that was going to happen. And they'd already booked their resort stay at the beach club. So before they visited, and this was not something I told her about, I just reached out, I sent an email to the leadership at the beach club. And I was like, hey, you know, we got this family that we've been working with, you know, we're, you know, make, trying to make some magic for them because of, you know, X, Y, and Z reason. Uh, if you see any opportunity to make magic, please feel free, this family deserves it. Well, unbeknownst to me, they felt really compelled to make some magic. I got an email from one of the leaders over there a few days before their arrival that they had upgraded them to the presidential suite Holy at the Beach Club God. Resort.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh my God.
2: The day of their meet and greet, you know, comes around, and I get a call from her that afternoon. And she was just absolutely in tears. And and she said, Amy, this is the most magical experience of my entire life. My grandson, who is obsessed with Mickey Mouse, just was freaking out the whole time. I can't believe we're at the presidential suite of the beach club. The PhotoPass people had their photos printed out and sent to their room. They had a gift basket waiting in their room. I mean, I did none of this. I literally sent one email (laughs) and... I mean, it just snowballed into cast members just looking to make that magic. And this family ended up having what she described as, you know, the most magical experience of her life. Yeah. Um, and it and honestly gives me chills every time I think about yeah, it. Because it, so it was so If you so could just impactful.
1: send an email to the All-Star Resort the next time we stay there and just
0: tell them. <laughs> I want them. the family suite, man. I want a couch.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Well, so this is... I always tell guests now, when you have an experience... Because Disney's not perfect. Nobody's perfect. No. Well
0: speak for yourself
2: mickey mouse is perfect but you know he has a lot of employees underneath him so we're not all perfect (laughs) um but you know mistakes happen things happen not every experience is 100 if if you experience something that you are legitimately like that's not the disney way or that's not how disney normally does it or this could have been better send them an email like really explain it write it out type it out what happened because at the very least i can promise you disney takes all the steps to correct the situation i mean anytime i got an email about anything i would have to then forward that email to at least 10 other people Mm -hmm. i mean we had a system that pulled you know if it if it was a housekeeping issue at the boardwalk resort i could input that into a system and it would give me 20 emails of all the management who needed to know about that and then you know it would go directly into their inbox disney cares they listen to those concerns and if they need to they'll make it right I think a lot of people like to say, oh, it's just a big company. They're oh. just in the business of making money. Yeah. While it is a business and they do yeah. need to make money. yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> That since, is not all of it.
0: Since they are such a big company, they have so many options to make it right, which is really nice. That's right. Um, yeah. I yeah. think we've come to the end of the Amy journey. I feel like we've covered yeah. every single possible base of the 19 different positions, I think, give or take, <laughs> that you've had <laughs> with Disney. Well, well, then, so yeah. I did
1: have a question. what else we have. I was going to ask, what was your major in college? Marketing. Okay. okay. Yeah so <laughs> pretty useless you're, <laughs> well, like, uh, you're like biology
2: <laughs> yeah no it was marketing which is why i kind of i do love business and um that's why yeah. i chose the master's degree i did and i want to work in the business sector of things so
0: well, i get that i mean i was an english major so who knows what i'm even doing
2: oh my I husband know. was an english major oh look at that he's an english, teacher, so. no, maker, so. an english teacher
0: i'm not an english teacher
2: yeah you speak really good english though so i speak
0: good Eng- i speak English <laughs> good yes um you reba is in the room now because the lightning has been so bad
1: oh. She was like, "Uh, yeah, I'd be in that room too after that thunder yeah, that just it was, came that through was there." Pretty bad well, read. It, it
2: quickly jumped from your house to mine because it's oh storming gosh. now. which oh is Probably gosh. why my dog is barking in the background. All right, now.
0: well then we'll let you go tend to the tend to the pup, yeah. who's not really a pup; it's a big giant thanks horse. So much basically, for being on with us. yes,
2: yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. I love listening to your podcast. So it was great oh, to no, be thanks. on. Oh, thanks. And
0: now you're gonna tell everyone about your YouTube channel, right? Go ahead, go. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, if so, if you, if your Disney fandom happens to uh, cross over into. Um, just absolute nerddom Uh, and you are a big fan of the sims video game (laughs) i do have a sims gaming channel you'll find me on youtube uh amy jenay j-e-n-n-e-a
0: all right i'll put that information in the description of this episode no great
2: yeah it's it's just a little hobby a little hobby well it's (laughs) an awesome
0: hobby and thanks for sharing so much information about your time at disney i feel like i feel like i learned a lot to be honest i
1: know uh, seriously
0: you know, I always find myself trying to teach people things about
2: Disney, so here we are. There
1: you yeah.
0: go. We have a little bit left of show, uh, but that's not even a full sentence. Hey, speaking nope. of sp- speaking English, good.
1: Speaking English.
0: We have a little uh, show left. We have some history and a uh, quote and stuff to get through. But until next time, maybe thanks for hanging out. Yeah, thanks, guys. Reba is going to hang out with us a little bit now since she's shaken from the, uh, yeah,
1: for the shaken big lightning so bolt. I can only imagine what she's going through right now. Yeah.
0: So uh, no news because, honestly... The big news the we only covered. News, yeah. The only no- news you need to know. The is...
1: only news. It's no news. It's just the only.
0: News. Yes, and I'm sure there's a ton of questions, and I've already. I mean, the news came out. You know, we watched the live stream of the thing where they're doing the proposal, and I got a bunch of questions coming in, and I totally appreciate them, and just I don't know anything else. You know, I know what you guys yeah. know, and and uh, i'm just excited that the ball seems to be rolling finally you know
1: i am ready to see what this new uh, reservation system is going to look like yeah that's my big thing now we got
0: a, a bunch of new things coming our way and, and who knows but i guess instead of looking forward we'll look back for a minute some disney history
1: you want to go first or you want me to yeah, go first yeah
0: that might be the best transition i've ever done for history so i, I will just retire now Um, I'll bring us back to 1999, so 21 years ago, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh opened officially at the Magic Kingdom, 21 years, and I still think it's a new ride, you know what I mean, like it's it's a -er new-er ride, of course we know it replaced Mr. Toad's wild ride, we talked about it as part of our deep dive of the classic style dark ride, so if you want to hear more about this attraction, feel free to go find that episode
1: um i'm gonna go back to 1989. wow when we were we little lads (laughs) um walt disney world's typhoon lagoon featuring one of the world's largest wave pools in the united states Mm. officially opened which is uh i guess when this episode releases it's like on this day
0: oh wow
1: so what is it 21 years no sorry 31 31 years wow it's old insane Um, It says the centerpiece of the park is Miss Tilly, a shrimp boat impaled upon a um, mountain named Mount Mayday that erupts a 50-foot geyser of water every half hour. Mm -hmm. I've never been to the Lagoon, have you?
0: Yeah, of course. You've (laughs) never been to... Next time you're here, we'll we'll go. We don't do do
1: water parks. Like, we just haven't ever... Like, if our option is, like, oh, we're going to go to, like, Hollywood Studios or we can go to a water park, we're going to go to a park, like...
0: Well, maybe, just maybe... I'll help you get in and not have to pay full price. Maybe that'll be better for you. Uh, Deal. Okay. Um, that's it for history. Um, that, that uh deal applies only to Beth, not to everyone listening. Sorry, I can't help everybody. But uh, all right. So before we leave y'all today, at this point, you can catch the replay of our live show, which we did on now at this point on Friday. We did some fun stuff. Uh, so you can check out our YouTube there. Just search that Park Life podcast. Um, I do, of course, have a quote to end our episode today this is from a song from snow white and the seven dwarfs by the way i really don't remember this movie it turns out because i went and listened to the song and i couldn't even tell you what part of the movie it's from but your quote to uh, think about for this week is you're never too old to be young Mm. which is something I'm going to really keep in mind. I'm sure the first time I visit a Disney park, probably magic kingdom. That seems to be the one that's opening up first, because as an adult, I know that I'm old enough to know what's going on. Meaning like things are different. We're going to be wearing masks. There's no character meet and greets, no parades, no fireworks. But if you strip it down a little bit and think like, this is still the place, this is still the place I went to as a kid, the place I fell in love with, the reason I moved to Florida, who I'm working for. I'm looking forward to that. So whether it's something like Disney park visits or just something in your life, you're never too old to be young. And on that note, you can follow me on Instagram at the Disney Greg or our show account is at that park life podcast.
1: You can follow me over on Instagram at the healthy hot mess. Yes, yeah,
0: so we're on TikTok at that park life podcast where I've been pretty good releasing a video once a day or so something like that.
1: Yeah, I still need to get on there and just figure (laughs) out what you're putting on there.
0: (laughs) It's all good stuff. I did a nice elaborate Hidden Mickey video the other day. We did a Star Wars fix. We're doing some things over there, you know. Um, Of course, you can head over to thatparklivepodcast.com for more information. If you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe. Leave us a review over on iTunes. Five stars is, of course, best. And if you want to really make us happy, you can put a little uh, note in there in the comment section about why you gave us the rating that you gave us.
1: We appreciate
0: it. Yeah. Thanks again for Amy for joining us. Her information you can find in the description here, her YouTube channel or Instagram. All the good stuff. Have a great week. All right. Bye, everybody.